Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another On Point Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, we are doing a Mock Draft for Mock Draft Monday. I'm Ryan Serino. I am Fantasy Frank. And today, we're just going to do another 12-team Mock Draft in the Fantasy Pros app. Frank's got the number one pick, and I'm sitting at number seven. So here we go. Okay, now I start. Okay, good. Obviously, you know, we're big on Saquon Barkley here. So, number one pick. It's a consensus pick for both of us, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's not even a question. And then who went number two? McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey and then Zeke. Yeah, that's about – I mean, that is about what I think should happen. Saquon should be number one. Anytime after that. It's a it's it's preference between Christian McCaffrey and Ezekiel Elliott, in my opinion. Frank, is, do you have a preference in that opinion? I would take Ezekiel Elliott because I think that offense is a little bit more. Uh, how do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Stable. So, and David Johnson went to pick before me. Um, so I I really like going running back in the first round here, and the best running back available right now is Melvin Gordon. I mean, you can't go wrong with Melvin Gordon. It just scares me a little bit with his injury history and hasn't really played a 16-game uh, season yet. I know you're big on Melvin Gordon, though, Frank, right? I'm a big Melvin Gordon guy. just impacts the tar- – offense runs through him in San Diego. So, L.A. now. Now the L.A. Chargers, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got D-Hop. Dalvin went nine overall. Yeah, wow. See, I that's, think that's Dal- a little bit of a reach. I'm taking Joe Mixon or Le'Veon over him. I'm taking Joe Mixon. I'm taking Le'Veon Bell. I'm taking Todd Gurley. I'm taking Nick Chubb. This is the first time in a while Gurley hasn't gone in the first round, though, Reno. Yeah, but I think people are starting to realize now that the value lies in the second round with him. High second round pick, it's it's you're you're hoping for a home run. He just went. Otherwise, yeah, I mean I know he didn't, he's still there. He's but. still there. And we're at pick 17. So this is this is right around where I mean honestly if he falls to me in the second round here with the 7th pick I like him more than Nick Chubb because I think it's more of a stable 16 game backfield even though they're going to lower the workload. Even though they're going to he's still going to get He's getting the goal. I don't think touches. I don't think they're going to lower the workload per se. His touches. I think and Juju Smith just went I'm going to grab Todd Gurley. Here's here's what I have to say about Todd Gurley. They say they're going to lower the workload, but I think instead of touches, they are going to go in terms of percentages of snaps. So last year, I think he was on the field for 86% of their snaps per game. I think that it is going to be more around 75, 60%. He'll still get 20 touches. He's just not going to... I think 85% of their pass plays, he ran a route last year. I think it's going to be more along the lines of in the 65 to 70% routes ran on pass plays. I just don't see them making him work more than he has to this year unless he's actually going to touch the ball. Cedar, I have the double pick here, so I can go, you know, running back, wide receiver, really don't know what I want to do here right now. I guess the safe pick right now in the end of the second, I'm probably going to go I'm going to go TY. Yeah. I like the pick and then I'm going to go back to the running backs and look what's available. 
You got Damian Williams, Marlon Mack, Leonard Fournette, and Derrick Henry. This I mean, is right I'd, around I'd like where I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Leonard Fournette That's here. That's what I'm saying. First pick of the third round, I'm going to go with him. I mean, his ADP is 29. Earliest is 18, so I'm going to take him with this pick. So now I got a nice little running back core of Barkley and Fournette. All right, now I'm really surprised at pick 31 that Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen are still here. Now, Keenan Allen is, 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 is the pick that the experts say. But I really like Amari Cooper this year. I think he's going to be better than Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has a higher floor, but Amari Cooper's ceiling, in my opinion, in that Dallas Cowboy offense, everything runs through Zeke and him. There's, uh, Jason Witten's coming back, but there's really not much there that he's going to do in terms of big yardage. When Amari Cooper is that guy that we saw last year, I think he was wide receiver number one in the last four weeks of the season. So, I mean... I like him. I like the big play potential guys. I'm not always for consistency because when you play, you know, just see this really quick. Luck and Deshaun went before Pat Mahomes. Yeah. See, at this point, wow. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even draft a quarterback until probably round eight, unless there's value. Like I always tell people, if you're not getting Luck, Mahomes, or Rogers in the fifth round, I would just wait. And they'll never last till the fifth round. And Mahomes just went first pick and fourth round. Yeah, I mean, they will. They will never. They will never last. A quarterback will not be not taken by the fifth round in any draft. I don't think, unless it's an expert draft. So what do we have now? Sony Michelle just went. Backpack down. Brandon Cooks is still available. Robert Woods is still available. Julian Edelman. What are your thoughts on Carryon Johnson, Frank? I mean, I like him. Obviously, he just went. Um, they said they're going to use him out of the backfield a lot more this year as in the receiving game. So I could definitely see a potential there to where he can definitely rack up a lot of extra yards and maybe some touchdowns through the air. Yeah, this is crazy. Josh Jacobs in round four i'm gonna add three running backs to my team right now i know that's a lot but i always say stack up on running backs man if you can stack up on running backs you're good to go i have josh jacobs in my flex now melvin gordon and todd Gurley. people are going to be calling me up for trades with this team yeah so i feel phil Lindsay right here last pick of the fourth round is a really good value pick so as a flex option i mean i see him wide receivers Nothing really spectacular, so I'm going to go with Philip Lindsay. That's a good pick. And then, I mean, right now I got first pick of the fifth round. I definitely want to see what quarterbacks are available. Like you said, Rodgers in the fifth round, Reno. I mean, I still I, – I, I personally would not pick Rodgers. I really like Andrew Luck this year. I really like Pat Mahomes, obviously. But at this point, I would probably just wait. Until round nine for a quarterback or eight. Well, Cooper Cup's here, so I can live with Cooper Cup as my second wide receiver. So I feel like that's another good value pick right there. Absolutely. And we're we're up here at pick number 55. Dude, the running backs are absolutely unbelievable that are still left. You got Chris Carson. Um, but I have to go wide receiver here. Alshon Jeffrey, Sammy Watkins. I, I'm going to be honest here. I think Tyreek Hill does get suspended. I think he will probably be around four games, maybe six. 
depending on what they rule. But Sammy Watkins will be the number one for at least four weeks, I'm thinking. I agree. And in that offense with Pat Mahomes, listen, he's going to get force-fed the ball no matter what. So I, I really I really do like Sammy Watkins, and I think in the fifth round it's a great value pick. We can't forget that this this kid was a top ten pick in the NFL draft, I believe. He just hasn't stayed healthy. Yeah, I think that's the big concern right here for him. He also has not really had a great quarterback since he's been in the league. Other in, than well, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes last, last year, year yeah. and he again was hurt. Yeah. Now, who do we have left on the board in terms of quarterbacks? Still Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield. See, th- there's value to be to be made in these in these late rounds. I mean. Russell Wilson's still there. Yeah, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson's still there. I mean, Matt Ryan was QB two last year, and I think you're right going to be able. Yeah, and I think you're going to be able to draft Matt Ryan in in the tenth round on. Honestly, because it's just not the sexy pick at quarterback. I mean, I rather have Matt Ryan in the twelfth round than Baker Mayfield in round six or seven, in my opinion. And we're coming up here in the sixth round. Still ridiculous value at running back. But this draft, if I don't win this draft, I I don't I may never use this app again. I'm gonna get Alshon Jeffrey in round six to round out my wide receivers that are starting. And I mean, dude, Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, and Alshon Jeffrey with that running back core, there's no way you're beating me in this in this draft. There's absolutely no way. So right here, obviously, you know, I'm gonna look to bolster the running back core I already have, which is already kind of stacked at this point. Um, I'm gonna go ahead, running back wise. I'm gonna take Tevin Coleman with the upside there to where he's gonna get a lot of touchdowns. You know, big filler. When certain guys are on buys. McKinnon's coming off an, a- an ACL, ACL, so they're going to want to limit it. I think Tevin Coleman's going to start the year off as their number one back. Yeah. I mean, and again, I had the second pick, back-to-back pick. So I like the value of Will Fuller right here as opposed to Marvin Jones. I mean, what, do, what, what are your thoughts on that, Reno? Uh, if Will Fuller stays healthy, he's he can be a nice wide receiver too in my opinion with upside with, with upside so the flex the fle- him putting putting him in your flex he's the definition of a flex play he is boomer bust as of right now so i mean if he stays healthy we've seen in 11 games with Deshaun Watson the kid's got 11 touchdowns yeah, the chemistry with them too, so i mean just absurd round 7 and i see there's a lot of tight ends so we're going to go we're gonna we're gonna mm, the running backs are kind of slim now, and I'm gonna get auto picked, and it's gonna be Hunter Henry. Huh? That's not a bad auto pick. Especially I wish they the gave you a little round. bit more than thirty seconds, maybe forty five seconds. But hey, listen, Hunter Henry's not bad. I would have rathered Eric Ebron or David Njoku. Oh, but, Ingram just went. So, uh, see Hunter Henry and Ingram. If Hunter Henry's healthy, him and Evan Ingram, I think, are virtually. Same player. The, the same player, but, but Hunter Henry can't stay healthy all the time. So, yeah. I mean. I mean, I know Ingram missed a few weeks last year, but. Evan Ingram, I think, is poised for a big season. He, he is. He could finish tight end number one, or he could finish tight end number 15. Yeah. In my opinion. I feel like there's no in between right there. No. I mean, and I think with what we're seeing in New York right now, with the possibility of a QB competition, I think Daniel Jones is opening up a lot of eyes. I mean. 
Listen, the people he's playing with on the practice field are gonna are gonna sit here and they're gonna get balls from Daniel Jones. They're gonna get balls from Eli Manning, and they're gonna say, "Damn, this kid's got a better arm. This kid is more mobile. He's more athletic. Looks to extend the play." Exactly. So I mean, you're gonna start getting players, wide receivers, running backs saying, "Yo, coach, I think you know we need to start DJ game one." Listen, having players behind a quarterback's back like that. Means a lot. So if Daniel Jones plays, I think this offense could be a top 10 offense in the NFL this year, potentially. I, I really do believe that. Austin Eckler just went. There goes the handcuff Reno. I mean, round eight, yeah, is about where I'd pick him. Um, look, I mean, the quarterbacks right now are still pretty damn good. I'm going to take Carson Wentz here in the eighth round. Listen. If he goes back to 2017 Carson Wentz, then I got an MVP on my hands. Yeah, not wrong. So, but he just got to prove that he can stay on the field and and compete at that high level again. So for me, I'm going to look at quarterback kind of just like Reno did. Um, Got Big Ben, Jameis, Jared Goff, Kyler. According to this draft wizard, Big Ben was quarterback number three. Last I'm going to go with Big Ben right here. I mean, last pick of the eighth round. There's that. There's value to that. I wish there was. I wish there was uh, somewhere where they could tell us a little synopsis, maybe on why they have Jameis so high over Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Jared Goff. You know, like I don't really see why they have these guys over these other players. Well, Reno to start round. Nine, Ebron is still there, so I'm gonna go with Ebron. Touchdown yeah, monster in round yeah, nine. Round nine's a little ridiculous. I mean, he shouldn't have been there in round. Should have probably been going round six. Yeah, I mean, I would have taken him this late if they didn't give me Hunter Henry. But you know, um, looking at it now in round nine, running backs are kind of thin. Wide receivers, you're kind of going for just high upside guys. Bruce Arians has a way with running backs, and I think that this guy is going to have a big role in Tampa Bay this year. I don't think I need to worry about uh, any of the other backs in Tampa Bay. Ronald Jones, I think, is going to have a pretty damn good year. You see what Bruce Arians did with DJ when nobody really knew about him, turned him into one of the best running backs in the NFL. So I think with this new, more balanced offense – that Bruce Arians is going to bring to Tampa Bay, I think that Ronald Jones is going to be able to show people a little bit more of what he can do rather than what he did last year. What are your takes on Ronald Jones, Frank? You know, he's got to deal with Peyton Barber in that backfield. Um, you got to expect they're going to be down at a lot of games to start. Yeah. At least, I mean. I mean, he is the better running back there. He is the better I running mean, back. I mean, coming out of USC, he had fresher legs than most of the other people in that draft class in terms of running back, and, and I still think he didn't get that many touches last year. I mean, he had a couple fumbles, which I heard was a problem in Tampa Bay, but he just didn't get the amount of touches. He has all the skill set to take the job and run with it. Absolutely. And I think Bruce Arians is going to give him that opportunity. Yeah. That's what I like. Dirk Cutter was not cut out to be that the head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a lot more complicated in Tampa Bay than it is in other places right now, especially at the quarterback position. Um, in terms of wide receivers right now, you're going for high. You're going for high upside guys, and I'm gonna probably go with Anthony Miller here in Chicago. There's a 
Mitch Trubisky's got to make a step up. Okay, if he doesn't, then you know that offense spreads the ball a lot with Nagy there. And I'm just really shooting for hopefully Anthony Miller in year two doing something. So with you know last pick of the tenth round, I'm seeing Breed on the court on the the board. I already got Coleman, so I'm going to stack them both. Potential to have one of them be the guy there. Do you Coleman. like having these back to back picks, Frank? I mean, uh, I just wanted to see how how my draft would look if I had the back to back picks. Uh-huh. See if like. Like, prime example, I went with T.Y. really early in my opinion. Not, not like early, early, but I had to grab a wide receiver because I wasn't going to get one. I think when be- you have the back-to-back picks, you tend to overdraft players. Yeah, because you got to reach a little bit. you being so far away As opposed to being to in the pick. middle. I agree, because usually I like the middle. And then with my la- the, the first pick of the 11th, I went and took Tyrell Williams. I think he's got big upside in Oakland. You know. I don't normally do this. But I'm going to take a second tight end here just because we're in the 11th round and David Njoku is still here. Really? I wouldn't have a problem if he starts showing out in terms of of being a, a top priority pass catcher in that Cleveland offense. I think that I could start David Njoku in my flex. It's not a bad option. Or if Hunter Henry goes down, now I have David Njoku. Yeah, it's not a bad so, option. So, I mean, I, don't, don't be afraid to start two tight ends in some leagues. I mean, if you can somehow – Get Kittle and Kelsey. I think Kelsey's a top six receiver if you put just pass catchers in, in, in the situation. Yeah, so waiting for your pick there, Rinto. But I'm seeing that golf's still available round 12. It's not a big QB, you know. Phillip Rivers, Dak Prescott, everybody else. I probably wouldn't touch Lamar Jackson. I'm not a big nah. fan of Lamar Jackson this year. I just don't think he's going to be able to take that step forward in the passing game, and he's just going to try to run the ball. And teams now have a whole, you know, off season to prepare for him. They know he's the number one uh, in Baltimore. There's no Joe Flacco breathing down his neck anymore, and I really think that he's going to, you know, have trouble this year dealing with these NFL defenses. Uh, round twelve. You know, you were just hoping for upside at this point. John Brown in Buffalo, maybe Adam Humphreys in Tennessee. Paris Campbell's sitting there. I mean, I here's a guy that I've been telling people a lot about, Quincy Anunwa. I think that he could push Robbie Anderson, and I'll keep saying it, for that number one role in that Jets offense. Sam Darnold last year had a real connection with Quincy Anunwa until he got hurt. He's really good after the catch making plays, and, you know, I'll take a flyer in the 12th round on, on a guy like Quincy Anunwa. You know, Reno, getting to the round, end of round 12, beginning of round 13, you can't find many lead running backs on the team, but I'm going to go with uh, this guy, what, Kalen Bella, what's his name? Kalen Balage. Balage. From Miami. He is the number one there now, you know. I think there's... I mean, you still got Kenyon Drake. But he's gone, I mean... In the draft, of course, he's going. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like he's going to get some run. Yeah, no, I he mean, He definitely could push year, Drake well, for the job. Well, last year, a lot of people were really high on Kalen Balaj. I know Matthew Barry was talking about him a lot, you know, as a real deep sleeper. And, um, listen, it's possible that Kenyon Drake doesn't get that full entire workload. And at that point, you know, having Kalen Balaj isn't a bad thing. 
Okay, Reader, I got auto-drafted. Did you? Yeah, I wanted to take a defense, and <laughs> it gave me uh, an extra tight end who I did not want. Well, we're in round 13, and I see Jamal Williams still here. It's very possible that Matt LaFleur does some kind of bullshit where he doesn't give Aaron Jones the lead back role right away, which would be ridiculous. Still mind-boggling. I'm going to go defense here, though, and I'm going to take the Chargers defense. Last year... You know, they really upped their game with putting all those safeties in rather than linebackers. And I think these offenses weren't used to seeing that. And that's why it was so successful. You, They put their fastest guys on the field as opposed to their bigger hitters. the big guys because they said, you know what? If these guys can tackle, we get to the ball carrier quicker. We're just going to be able to limit the amount of yards that other offenses are going to get on And us. he's using them in like a hybrid to where it's like he uses them as the linebacker. Exactly. They They're in the, that linebacker They have position. the coverage to cover tight exactly. ends, exactly. slot receivers, running backs out of the backfield. I think more defenses might try to adopt that because they saw how successful that, that Charger defense was last year. I mean, Derwin James, his rookie campaign was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the, the guy between him and Darius Leonard, it was such a close race for defensive rookie of the year that it, it literally could have went either way. And I think Darius uh, Leonard's story was a little bit better. You know, third-round pick, I believe he was. So, I mean, the second tackles, round pick. I believe, right? Yeah, I mean, he made all pro as a rookie. I mean, that You'll doesn't see that happen very often. very often at all. And you know... Uh, Ballard there in, in Indianapolis, his drafting skills have proven to be at the top with, you know, taking Quentin Nelson at six, taking um, uh, Leonard in the in the third, and then their second round pick, the lineman was absolutely ridiculous for them. I mean, that offensive line is absolutely unheard of in Indianapolis, finally for somebody to protect Andrew Luck. And a good upside for uh, the running game with Marlon Mack. Absolutely. And, I mean, still in round 14, if you're not going to take Jamal Williams in round 14, I, I, I really don't see what risk you're taking. Jamal Williams falling to the 14th round. I've, I've seen him going rounds 9. I've seen him going rounds 10. But in the 14th round, he could be the number one back there. And God forbid anything happens there in Jones. This kid can make some headway as at least a running back, too. I mean, I agree. that's a good offense to be a part of. So my last two picks here, I went with the uh, Broncos defense and Greg Zerline. Just chalk up Greg Zerline for a shit fuck of points all the time because as soon as they're literally over the 50-yard line, he's in range. Absolutely. So. And, and here, here's the thing. I, we're in the 15th round. I don't have a kicker yet, but I could always stream kickers. I mean, sometimes you – look, you got Tom Brady still here in the 15th round. Kirk Cousins, who was QB9 last year. Has not been drafted yet, and he's probably going to go undrafted. Um, listen, I'm going to take Mohamed Sanu here. I'll stream kickers. I don't need a kicker right now. We can do that week by week. Anybody can get you points at kicker. Unless you're getting Harrison Buckter, then I really don't see the need to be doing that. Oh, we, got, um, we got two A's on the board, Reno. Two A's? Well, we're going to have to see who, who got the most amount of points. Um Strengths were running back and flex, obviously. Weaknesses, QB, wide receiver, and kicker on uh, defense. I mean, I can see kicker because I didn't draft one. QB, you know, people are in and out on Carson Wentz. But wide receiver, I think I'm, I'm tied up pretty good with Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, and Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Frank, I did win. 
I won by two points. You got 95? 891 out of... No, I'm saying, what was was your total grade? My total grade... No, it just says A. Oh, see, I'm on the computer here, guys. So my total grade is a 93 out of 100. So my question was I wanted to see what your total grade was. So mine was was probably a 94, 95. 95, okay. So another win for Ryan. But, Frank, what were your weaknesses? Obviously, everything compared to mine. Uh, no, no, no. My, apparently, my weakness was uh, Ben Roethlisberger at QB and my defense with the Broncos. But my strengths were uh, my running back, my flex. Apparently, Greg Zerline is valued very high on this uh, little <laughs> draft wizard. So, Greg Zerline was a strength in my bench. But, I mean, I can live with this team. I mean, I'm not a big believer in not making trades throughout the year. We've gone over this time and time Absolutely. again. I mean, so, I can definitely sit here and package maybe like a Philip Lindsay. Uh, Tevin Coleman and a burrito as a handcuff for somebody's, you know, big-time wide receiver one. I did, in fact, I know you're not going to be happy about this. I looked around round six for Tyreek Hill. He was gone. I mean, the way and I'm looking at it. What round are you taking Tyreek Hill? In? I was going to ask you about this. Six, fifth or sixth, right? If he has a four-game suspension. What if it's Now, eight? I draft about the end of August, the last week of August. So you Hopefully, by if, that, that point, by his that suspension point, will be out. know what the suspension is. For people that are drafting right now, in any time before the suspension comes out, it's I wouldn't a, take it's him. A crap I wouldn't take him before the seventh or eighth round because anything can happen. If this guy gets handed down a ten game suspension, he's useless. He yeah. is literally useless. You literally I would not gotta, draft him until the the thirteenth or fifteenth. At that round. point, are you letting him go undrafted and then you pick him up at some point? No, he won't. He will not go undrafted. There's no way Tyreek Hill goes undrafted. He will be drafted in the eighth round, the seventh round. I'm not touching him with a ten game suspension. Well, let me ask you this: Say your team starts five and one, you know, four and two. Are you trying to make a trade for him to potentially? Okay, with look, a ten game suspension, yeah, I'm making a trade. Making for a him. trade yeah, for him, absolutely. right? Because he's coming back for the yeah, playoffs. Absolutely. If I'm five and one, I, I can make a trade like that. Yeah. But in terms of drafting him. I'm not touching him with a 10-game suspension because it, it, at that point, you're 1-5. You're going to have to get rid of You're going to have to dump him. You're 2-4. In, in, in anything like that. There's no point to waste the best spot. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, he's a great talent, but can he help my fantasy team? No. So, that's why him, Kareem Hunt, I'm staying away from him until the 10th round. If someone wants to draft him beforehand, fine. You can go ahead and do that. But, I mean, I, I've played around with suspensions, and it's, and it's not the easiest thing to do. I grabbed Tom Brady that one year um, in the seventh round or eighth round the year after uh, the whole deflate gate. Mm. When everybody thought he was going to get a four-game four suspension, I said, hell no, I'm going to take him. And same thing happened with Zeke. Yeah, I drafted Zeke. Zeke in the second round. I did. I drafted him. Yeah, same thing. and and listen, he prolonged that suspension. Week six comes by, two weeks before his his suspension ends up coming into effect, and I traded him. So I had him for the first six weeks. So I mean, if you play the suspensions right, you can hit real big. But you got to know when to deal them. Then I just want to put out there: my starters are projected more points than you. Just your bench. Happened to be 25 points ahead of me. Right. That well, was the difference, a win's a fucking win. I mean, and we all know that I wouldn't have a second tight end on my roster. Yeah, well, I didn't want Hunter Henry, essentially. So, But, hey, I, if I'm giving this team after draft I mean, day, yeah. I'm loving it. Because yeah, so I, I. I got three possible 
people that could that could finish in the top five. For I agree. RDs. I, mean, I mean, same thing with me. I mean, we're splitting we're splitting hairs over two points here. Oh, I'm yeah. at eight 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 eighty nine. Yeah. You're at eight ninety one. Yeah. I mean, I'm fully expect with both these teams. We're in a championship. You know. I don't agree with Josh Jacobs going in the fourth round. Neither do I. He shouldn't have gotten his ADP. From what I saw, was the first pick in round three, the back end of round two. I would pick him in the back end of round two, absolutely. And and you know, if he's a rookie, we could all be, you know, we could be very very wrong about this. But what they're saying, Oakland. I really like Josh Jacobs. I would take him at the end of the second round. I would even think about in some leagues. I'm in a keeper league. I would think about taking him in the middle of round two, just to keep him for next year. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, the thing is. Based off of what your league is about, it's totally different for everything. So I'm in a keeper league. I'm in an auction league. It's totally different. In terms of keeper leagues, because I know a lot of people are in them, Josh Jacobs will be a second-round pick. He should be. He will be There's a no second-round pick. There's no reason he shouldn't be. And if he falls somewhere into the third round, and that's can, extremely good value. It's great value. And you, He's you the can only get running back there. I mean – Jalen Rashard's not going to push Josh Jacobs. That's no, not happen. and this guy's going to get all the goal line touches. Exactly. He's proven he can catch the ball out of the backfield. We saw it in Alabama. He only had two hundred and he had no more than two hundred and fifty touches at Bama in his career. Talk so, about I mean, fresh legs. Yeah. So I mean, listen, there's a lot, there's a lot more that can happen from now until the end of August. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody could wow somebody in preseason. So, you know, and we're going to talk about these type of things. And we're going to see ADP drop ridiculously for some people and fucking go on an absolute rise for others. So, I mean, that's all we really got for today. Next episode, though, we're going to talk about keeper leagues. And we'll probably dive deep into two positions. And then another episode, we'll do another two positions and and dive deeper into... uh, other things such as why you should be in a in a full point PPR league as opposed to a whole a half point PPR, or I'm gonna make the case why there should be no more standard leagues. I don't think anybody should be in a standard league anymore. I mean, I mean, I am in a standard. I league. I know you're, we got you're some we, we got we got juice points in my standard league, so I mean, you know, it shows like there's more value in the quarterback and. Skilled players when they go over 100 receiving, 100 rushing, 100, yeah. 300 passing. Maybe talk about do, uh, two quarterback leagues. Not a bad I'm thinking there. two quarterback leagues might even end up becoming a norm. The norm because, because there's so many. The the devaluation of of quarterbacks. Well, I you got to think about it. You too. don't need a quarterback until the tenth round. I can get I, I can get a quarterback in the fifteenth round. I agree, but, but we'll dive a little it, deeper. It, into it's that. a QB league for. It's been a QB league for a while now. So yeah, I mean, I remember my first year. I drafted Peyton Manning with the second overall pick. I took Aaron Rodgers with the second overall pick. Somebody he went won MVP Peyton first. that year. Peyton went MVP that year. First week of the season, fifty-five uh, or five five touchdowns. Ended up having fifty-five touchdowns that year. So I mean, I would like to see it get back to that. But we'll dive a little bit more deeper into that next episode. Try to look for that somewhere around the Tuesday, Tuesday, what tomorrow, Wednesday range. Somewhere in there, yeah. Just but, gotta um, balance the schedule. I know yeah, Reno got his uh, so. pupils dilated today, so. That's why we're over here. Exactly. So, but thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the mock draft. Every Monday we will be doing one of these from now until, you know, the season starts. So for this episode, I'm Ryan Serena. I am Fancy Frank. You guys have a great day.